0: When you're speaking in your second or third language, you might feel nervous and apprehensive about talking in front of people. This social anxiety might even be more apparent when speaking with native speakers of that language. In our case, we're referring to the English language and to native English speakers. Rest assured, That's a completely natural response, even though it's an uncomfortable and impractical one. In this lesson, I'm sharing my top three reasons why you might feel intimidated by native English speakers. And more importantly, I'm sharing remedies for resolving this issue. If you're ready, let's get into it. We'll be right back after this short break Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Of course, you might have your own set of reasons, and I welcome you to share them with us. From over a decade of experience teaching English and communication, and from learning and mastering two foreign languages myself, here are the top three reasons I can think of why you might be intimidated when interacting with native speakers. Okay, so ready for the reasons. Reason number one you're intimidated is you've placed them on a pedestal. So to place someone on a pedestal means that you view that person as perfect. It's the idea of treating and viewing someone as an ideal person instead of as a real person, false and all. When you view them as perfect, next to them you feel imperfect. Of course, this has nothing to do with reality, and it has everything to do with your own perception. It comes down to viewing the person as a bit of an enigma or mystery, because you probably don't know them well enough yet to also know what their faults and idiosyncrasies are. Reason number two you're intimidated you fear their judgment. It's easy to think that anyone who's a native speaker of a language knows everything you need to know about their language, including pronunciation rules, grammar rules, and syntax structure rules. Well, the dirty little secret is that Americans especially will be the first to admit that they could not explain to you grammar rules or pronunciation rules A lot of people just learn grammar implicitly rather than deliberately. And when you're a native speaker, you're never really taught pronunciation. You just learn it automatically. Same with your own language, right? This might even be true for you and your own first language. So I welcome you to consider that just because someone might be a native English speaker does not make them equipped to evaluate your language in any way. And even if they were, it does not mean that they are judging your every single word choice or how you pronounce words or what grammar you use, etc. Reason number three, you're intimidated. You believe they're questioning your smarts. If you feel like your English is not as fluent as it could be or your expressiveness is lacking in English, you might feel this way. You personally might feel like you come across as less intelligent than how you actually are. Meaning, you might believe that if you speak in a simple way, that makes people view you as simple-minded or too simplistic. While I can see why your mind might go there, this is not something that native English speakers are even considering. And I get that you might feel self-conscious about making grammatical errors, misusing words, or mispronouncing certain words. But I want you to consider this. The way to look at those speaking opportunities is a chance to make those mistakes. You actually want to make those mistakes. Because if you don't make mistakes, that means that you're not being courageous enough, you're not being brave enough to try out the language. And you're only going to get better after you make mistakes and take those risks. And communication improvements and language progress can really only be made when you're brave enough to make mistakes. So I want you to shift your perspective about that. Since we've talked about common reasons why someone might feel intimidated by native English speakers, let's now discuss the remedies. So here are three three ways to stop thinking in this negative life and in this negative cycle and instead change it into a more positive perspective. Are you ready for those remedies? Remedy number one, flip the script. I love this concept of flipping the script because most of the time it's as simple as that. Rewrite the narrative that you're telling yourself, meaning change your perception. This is not someone else's perception. It is your perception. So you have the power to change how you think. If you're placing someone on a pedestal, for example, how they're speaking English, how they're acting, what words they're using, consider that they might be placing you, yes, you, on a pedestal for how you're speaking your own first language. You might even pepper in some language tips for them when you're having conversations with them. Of course, this would be most appropriate and most relevant if your friend is learning your native language, and then in which case, you can give them pointers. Let this unfold naturally, right? Don't force it, of course. But the point is, your mind can be your number one friend or your number one foe, enemy. So instead of making an enemy of your mind, and letting it sabotage your thoughts, flip the script. Tell yourself that for something, maybe it doesn't even have to do with language, for something, they place you on a pedestal as well. Maybe they're placing you on a pedestal for how you run your business. Maybe they admire how you do business. Or maybe they admire you for speaking two or more languages. That's a big accomplishment. As time goes by and you get to know them better, you'll learn and reveal so much more about each other. So the, the placing on a pedestal really happens in the beginning of a friendship when you don't know each other well enough and it's just your perception of the person that takes over and clouds reality. So over time, you will see that this person is fallible, they're human just like you, and they're not perfect. Far from it, right? We'll be right back after this short break. Remedy number two, we all judge. Yes, you heard that correctly. As a human being, everyone is judgmental to a certain degree. The point is to be aware of it and rein it in, meaning control it. You can remind yourself that everyone's evaluating everyone all the time. So this is not a unique situation And it by no means is specific to you. Recognize that you're evaluating them too. Yes, it's true. And look, it's okay. This is part of how we make sense of the world. We try to categorize and create folders in the depths of our minds in which we can place experiences and encounters and people we meet. This is just how the human brain works, how it's wired And yes, it's true, some of our software is still a bit outdated and maybe even a little bit primitive. But the point is, if we're aware of this and we're acknowledging it, then we can control it. We can upgrade our software, so to speak. And we learn to live with this realization and we move on. We don't let it stymie our growth. Just as you should attempt to keep your own judgments at bay, consider that the person you're interacting with might also be attempting the same. Remedy number three, focus on your value add. Instead of worrying about how you might not be showcasing your true intelligence because you found language to be a barrier, focus instead on adding value. And look, if you feel like language is truly a barrier, then that might even be sufficient motivation to improve certain aspects of your language and communication. That might be enough of an impetus to work on vocabulary expansion, reading high-quality articles, listening to quality content such as this, and so forth. When you're delivering value, you're not making it about you. You're making it about them, about the audience, about the listeners, the people that you're interacting with. And let me tell you, that is a great way to ease tension and social anxiety that you might be experiencing. And like I said, feeling like there are improvements you can make to level up could serve as an additional motivator to read more, learn more, and keep advancing your English. That might not be a bad thing after all. Fantastic work. We discussed three potential reasons why You might feel intimidated when speaking with first language speakers of English, native English speakers, and now that you have the remedies for these issues, you have some alternative ways of perceiving the situation and acting in those types of settings. And hopefully, when you apply these remedies to your own social interactions, you'll feel more confident speaking with first language speakers of English. All right, Advanced English Learners, thank you so much for joining me for this lesson. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, give it a big thumbs up. Let me know how you got on with it, what your takeaways were. Share that with me also in the Q&A if you're listening. On Spotify. And if you are listening to this as a podcast, then I encourage you to share it with as many people as you can so we can keep providing you with high-quality lessons such as this one. Also, we would love it if you could leave us a review. You can leave up to five stars. That really helps us out as well. I appreciate you spending the time with me today. That means so much. I hope that you are enjoying these lessons. And if you are, then keep it right here. I have some exciting announcements I'm going to be making very soon. So be on the lookout for that. I will leave you a nice check out our newsletter. That's where I'm going to be sending out some new updates and exciting news. So definitely check that out. It's advancedenglish.co and it's 100% free. And also in that newsletter, you will get listening comprehension questions that I base on one of the conversations. So depending on what topic we cover that week, you're going to get nice PDFs about some listening comprehension to test your comprehension skills and to see if you understood the gist of what we talked about in the native English speaker conversation for that week. So I do hope that you take advantage of that wonderful opportunity and that great tool to help you level up your English skills. And also, if we're talking about communication skills and you want to improve your communication skills and your social skills, then you can check out Exploring. That's another channel that I have and another website and another podcast. So just check that out. It's called Explorning. It's explearning.co. All right. So I hope you check that out. Explorening.co forward slash blog or just Exploring. You can find that anywhere you search. I'll be seeing you in another advanced English lesson where we're going to continue advancing your English together. Until then, keep up the awesome work and I will see you very soon. Bye for now.